Welcome to this week's message. I'm Malcolm Baxter, Senior Pastor of Heart Church, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you've been coming for years or it's your first time on the podcast, we hope this inspires you. Thank you so much, Kirsty. Hello, everybody. As Kirsty said, my name is Andy Southey. I have the privilege of being a part of the staff team here at Heart Church. And I don't know about you, but I am absolutely loving this all-age service. Just getting to worship together, have fun together, get advice like that. I mean, electric scooter, electric scooter. The message is loud and clear. That was fantastic. That was brilliant. Have we got some adventure kids in the room this morning? I don't know if I can hear you. Are you out there? No, I'm not sure we do have any. Do we have any adventure kids out there today? Yeah, I thought we did. So we've got some, some smaller kids. Do we have any big adult kids in the room today? <laughs> wow. A lot of people are like, yes, that is, that is me. Speaking of kids, um, just three months ago, my wife and I had our first child, Willow. Um, it's actually got nothing to do with what I'm saying this morning, but she deserves a shout out. But no, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been such an exciting journey. Part of our rhythm as a family is figuring out who's doing feeds and when they're happening. And one of the feeds is the 10.30 p.m. feed, which happens, and I have taken that slot. That's one of my slots. But part of the problem with that feed is that we were encouraged to buy blackout curtains. So to set the scene, our bedroom, my wife is asleep in her bed. Willow is asleep in her cot. The blackout curtains are doing exactly what they say on the tin, and you cannot see anything in there. The problem is, my mission, should I choose to accept it, is to get Willow out of the room without causing a commotion and waking up my wife. So it's, it's a bit of a mission, but I don't know if you've ever tried doing something like that in the dark, but your senses start to play on you a little bit. See, I thought I had it mapped out, our bedroom, that if you took three steps forward, a step to the side, twizzle a little bit here, two more steps, there's the baby, down, swoop, pick up, out. Straight forward, right? But it's not, because you take a few steps and then you start thinking, was that two, was that three? Did it, had I, do I need to turn this way? Do I need, something is feeling wrong here, what is going on? And then there's an awkward moment when you think you've arrived at the spot where your child is and you go down to swoop and you hear this voice coming out of the darkness, the voice of my wife, what are you doing? What are you doing taking me for the 10.30pm feed? I joke, but this morning we are focusing on light and in that scenario I could do with just a little bit of light. And we've had our memory verse this morning, which can I just say everybody did a, such a great job with those actions. We had our memory verse, but I just want to set the scene for where Jesus says these words, okay? So it was dawn, it was the start of the day, and Jesus had gone down to the temple courts. And it was there that a group of people had brought to him this lady. They brought to him this lady who had made some mistakes. I don't know about you, but I've made some mistakes. And this lady was in one of the darkest moments, no doubt, of her life. And she'd made what many would say was a big mistake. She'd made, made this mistake and they were bringing her to Jesus. And they were saying to Jesus that this lady's mistake was so big that she should be killed. 
Wow, and everybody's watching in this moment to figure out what is Jesus going to do? What is Jesus going to do? And what's really interesting in this moment, what Jesus does is he stooped down and he's drawing in the sand on the floor. In a moment where people are thinking, is he going to judge her? How is he going to handle this moment? Jesus communicates by his very posture, grace. You know, when we think about the things that we've done wrong, I want to encourage us this morning that Jesus' posture towards us is grace. He forgives us and he loves us. And Jesus was no doubt bringing light into this situation. And it's just after that moment that our memory verse comes in. The words that Jesus then went on to say. It's in that context. So let's read it one more time. It says, John 8 verse 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know, I believe this morning that as we look at these words, as we reflect on them together this morning, that we can receive comfort, that we can receive peace, that we can encounter forgiveness in Jesus, the light of the world. So we've heard our memory verse, but I don't know about you, it seems a little bit random to me that Jesus, on the back of that story with that lady, suddenly says, I'm the light of the world. What's that about? Why is Jesus just suddenly talking about light? I don't know if you've got one of those friends who can just be a little bit random sometimes. They come out with something, you think, what are you talking about? We saw a few of them on the screen this morning. Is it one of those moments? Is this completely random or is there a reason that Jesus is saying this? Let's have a little bit of a look at this this morning. You see, Jesus often used examples. He used examples and he told stories that were relevant to the context that people were in. So we're going to ask ourselves, what is the context of this moment? Jesus was speaking to these people at the time of the Feast of the Tabernacles. So you know how we have celebrations, we have Easter, we have Christmas. This was a celebration. A celebration that lasted for seven days and included various different things. But part of it was a ceremony called the Illumination of the Temple. Sounds exciting, right? The Illumination of the Temple. And what it involved was these giant lamps being lit in this ancient building, the temple, in this ancient place of worship. These lamps would be lit and what would happen is the light would go out throughout the entire city. You could see it from everywhere. Can you imagine it? If it was night and it was completely dark and then these huge lamps get lit and light just goes everywhere for all to see, all across the city, these lights could be seen. You know, we're going to have some lights come up on the screen here. And the light would just, it would shine. It would shine so everybody could see it throughout the entire city. No matter where you were, on this moment, you could look around. And the light would be shining across the city for everybody to see. This wasn't a moment you could just miss. This wasn't a moment that you could just think, oh no, I didn't see that. It would be seen by everybody as the light would go around the city. What do these lights represent? Why did they do this? These lights, these pillars of fire, pointed backwards to the pillar of fire that was the presence of God leading his people 
out of Egypt. So it pointed backwards, but it also, it pointed forwards. It pointed forwards. It was full of hope. It was a reminder that a light would come into the world, a Messiah, a Savior, to bring light into dark places in the earth. So why did Jesus in this moment say, I am the light of the world? The reason was because these lights would have been at the front of people's minds. And what he was saying in this moment is, you know know why we do that? Do you know what those lights point towards? They point towards me. I am that light. I am that saviour. Jesus is the light of the world, the salvation of the world. And because Jesus is the light of the world, I want to encourage us this morning with three different things. Three things that this means for us. Number one, because Jesus is the light of the world, we can walk in the light. You know, our scripture says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. You see, we've all sinned, we've all made mistakes, we've all, we've all messed up. But what Jesus is saying that is that that mess up, those mistakes, that he can bring light into those situations. You see, I don't know about you, but I've made mistakes that have hurt other people. I've made mistakes that actually have, have hurt myself. But without Jesus, that really is a dark place to be. But Jesus is saying, I have come to bring light So that sin no longer needs to separate us from him. It can be removed so that we can know and live with Jesus. To live in the light of his freedom. You know these lanterns, they would be bringing light to the entire city. A reminder for us today that the light of the world came. A light for us to walk in. We can walk in the light. And number two, I want to encourage us this morning that because Jesus is the light of the world, we are not alone. We are not alone. I don't know what challenges you're facing right now. I don't know what situations that you're trying to navigate. Maybe it's things at school. Maybe it's something at work. Maybe it's something in your family. I don't know what it is you're navigating right now. But Jesus can bring light into these dark, challenging moments of our lives. I want to encourage us this morning that in the middle of your challenges, he can bring light. He is with you. He's with you when you're scared of the dark, kids. He's with you when you've got those challenges at school. He's with you if you're thinking about and worrying about what your future holds. He's with you despite your challenges at work. He's with you when you feel alone at home. He's with you when you're worried about your kids. The light of the world is with you to bring hope, to bring light to you. I want to encourage us with that this morning. When you see a light this week, maybe it could just be a reminder to you that God is with you. And thirdly and finally, I want to encourage us this morning because Jesus is the light of the world. We can shine a light. In the book of Matthew, we read that Jesus also said, you, speaking about us, are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. 
In the same way, Jesus says, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Jesus is saying that we too have a light to shine. You know, this room's just suddenly gone a little bit darker and sometimes our world can feel a little bit like this. But Jesus is saying that you've got a light to shine. You walking into the places that you work in, you walking into your school, you spending time with your friends, you too carry a light that you can shine. And the light we carry is Jesus. It's from him and it's to point people towards him. We carry a light and like the lanterns did, it's a light that can go beyond these four walls. A light that can go into dark places. A light in our schools. A light in our work. A light on our street. A light in our family. A light in our friendships. We can take this light. We can carry this light into the different dark places of this world. It's a light that shines in many different ways. Sometimes it might look like a hug. Sometimes a kind word. Sometimes maybe patience. Maybe a peace bringing comment. Maybe it's forgiveness. I want to encourage this morning. Don't underestimate what God can do through you in the places that you find yourself right now. And as I was preparing, I got a sense that there might be some people here this morning and you might be thinking, but I'm not where I want to be right now. I didn't expect to be in this situation. I thought I would be somewhere else. I want to encourage you that no moment is wasted, that right now in your circumstance, you can bring light. You can bring a light into challenging situations. Don't discount yourself. You know, we started this journey this morning by hearing about a woman who had, who'd messed up. Who'd messed up, who'd been brought to Jesus. Someone who had made mistakes like we all have. And in the moment when she might have expected to receive judgment, what she instead encountered was the light of the world. Maybe in one of her darkest moments, she met with Jesus. She met with grace as he drew in the sand that day. And from that moment, moments later, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Moments after modeling what it was for light to come into a dark situation, he said, I'm the light. You see these? You see why we do all of this? These lights is pointing to me. And the truth is that Jesus gave his life on the cross. He paid the price to deal with the darkness that was in our lives. The sin, the mess that Jesus' sacrifice was for that, was to deal with that, to bring light into our lives. So that me and you, that we could walk in the light. So that me and you, we could receive from Jesus this free gift of grace. We all have the opportunity to accept it. Whatever age you are today, wherever you find yourself, this free gift of salvation is available to you. And if you're here today and you say, you know what, Andy, maybe for the first time or 
maybe to recommit your life. You want to say yes to receiving Jesus into your life. That you know maybe you've made some mistakes and you've done some things your own way. But today, in this moment, in this family service, you want to say, you know what? I need Jesus. I would love, I would love the privilege of leading you in a prayer. So whether you're in Adventure Kids today, maybe you're here for the first time, maybe you've been coming for a while, if that's you and you want to receive Jesus into your life, I'd love to lead you in a prayer, in a prayer of ABC, where first A, we're going to admit that we have done some things that are wrong. And B, we're going to believe that Jesus rose again so that we can be forgiven of our sins, past, present, and future. And see, we're going to choose to let him change and work throughout our lives. So if that's you this morning with heads bowed and eyes closed all across this room, if that's you and you want to say, yeah, I want to receive Jesus into my life. I want his light to come into my life. Why not just in, in your head, just pray this prayer after me this morning. Pray this, Father God, thank you that you love me. I know and admit that I have done things that are wrong. But I believe that Jesus died for me. Be Lord of my life. Be first in my life. Please forgive me for the bad things I've done wrong. I choose to let you change and work through my life. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Heart Church Podcast. If you said that prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart, I want to celebrate with you. We have some tools to help you on your journey. Visit our website, heart.church forward slash response. To find out more about Heart Church, visit heart.church forward slash connect. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening and have a blessed week.